Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence. Please remain seated and enjoy the show. Hello. And welcome to... Moderate Turbulence. I'm Jeremy. I'm Adele. And Roxy's staring at me. (laughs) We have Roxy, as always, and uh, it's time for your weekly weather update yay so today it's hot as balls in calgary it was 30 degrees <laughs> oh my gosh we are suffering right now it's so hot we don't have ac in our house and by ac we mean air conditioning not the other ac yeah it's just been a month of crazy weather and today it's full-on middle of july weather where all you want to do is hang around a pool Because that's literally the only thing that is bearable. Yep, so true. So what are we talking about today? Well, yesterday, in case none of you saw, um, but uh, it was International Flight Attendant Day. Happy International Flight Attendant Day. That was May 31st. Yeah. So yeah, happy International Flight Attendant Day to all our cabin crew, friends, Family, acquaintances, colleagues, listeners, strangers, strangers, whoever, anybody out there who wants to celebrate flight attendants. Yeah. And I mean, of course, it's been a whirlwind of a year where neither of us have flown in the past 365 days, but we're doing this podcast and we love our job. And we just, you know, hope every day to get back to it. And yeah. uh, we're still, we're touching on aviation a little still, right? Yeah. So we just wanted to kind of talk about some of the positive things that we love about our job, because what else would we possibly talk about on International Flight Attendant Day? Yeah. And, you know, we, we're going to list a few things either we love, we miss, we can't wait to get back to the best parts of the job, just, you know... Uh, a grouping of fun things. You know, we're going to make this positive. We're going to try to keep this, you know, on the shorter side as well. And yep. just, you know, a a happy, fun episode for today. All right. Well, let's start things off. Uh, one of my favorite things about being a flight attendant is experiencing brand new cultures. Um, I didn't travel very much uh, as a child growing up wasn't a big traveler, never left the continent. Uh, I'd been to like Florida and done like school trips to Boston and things like that, but I didn't really travel. I went to visit a friend in the Maritimes once before I became a flight attendant. But uh, yeah, I'd never been to the West Coast of Canada and I'd never been to Europe or Asia or anything like that. So when I first became a flight attendant and then I was able to experience these new cultures, it was a little culture shock at first, but then it's really... you. It's one of the best learning experiences of your life, experiencing other cultures and learning about them and enjoying them. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you were also very young when you started. So. I was 20 years old. Yeah. I mean, at that age, I hadn't really done much traveling mm-hmm. either. So, um, but yeah, similarly to that, it, I'm from Montreal, so the East Coast of Canada and I had done a little bit of international travel. I had lived a couple places in Europe, France and, and Germany, and you know, had done a couple little trips here and there, but I hadn't explored my own country. So when I started working for an airline, 
I jumped at the opportunity to be able to discover the West Coast. I had never seen the Rockies. I think mm-hmm. the first time I saw the Rockies, I was 25 or 26 years old. And um, that was awesome. Going to Vancouver, such a beautiful city. Yep. And you know, Agreed. Obviously, it's amazing to be able to travel internationally, but having the opportunity to travel domestically and you know, seeing all these places on layovers as well is is really cool. And, you know, it's it's something that you often take for granted is your own country and the beauty and, and what it has to offer. And I've I've always I've said this often to different people and it's you can't really blame people for not really exploring Canada because airline tickets within Canada are so expensive. Yep. So if you don't work for an airline, you don't have the discounts or your company doesn't pay for you to, you know, go on a business trip across the country or whatever. If you have vacation days and you have, you know, a certain budget to spend on airfare and, and whatever, are you more likely to go to Vancouver or are you more likely to take a flight and go the other way and go to Paris yeah. or London or you know spain or all these places so it's like you know that's more exotic and that's more you know different and farther away so you know most people do that that, like you're from montreal and the distance to vancouver or the distance to europe is really close they're not that far apart from montreal so it's like it's crazy people don't realize how big canada is and the reason why it costs so much to fly across Canada is because you have little pockets of population here, here, and here, but not throughout the entire country, right? So like you said, especially in Montreal, because you're a little further east, are you going to go visit Vancouver? Or are you going to go to Europe and explore all the different things there? It's almost like, well, Europe almost makes more sense. We can get more done, right? Yeah, exactly. And you know, and another thing is I'd never been to Manitoba and I'd never been to Saskatchewan before. So those are our two middle provinces in Canada. And for, you know, the let's say the regular person, if you don't have family there or anything, you might never get to go to those provinces. And they do have a lot to offer. And yeah, they're in the middle and they're in the prairie. So everything not everything, but it's mostly flat and some people think it's really boring and there's nothing to do. And of course, in the winter, it gets really cold, but there's still beautiful places there. And I absolutely loved Saskatoon when I got to go one year. And, you know, uh, Winnipeg has great uh, food options and things like that. So it's it's nice to have been able to, and hopefully again, I will be able to experience these different places within Canada that... I might never have experienced or I wouldn't have readily been going to those places yeah. without well, being part of, an, of the aviation uh, sector. Well, exactly. There's a lot of places where you wouldn't think of going. And that's how I discovered my, my favorite place in Canada, which is Whitehorse. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have ever been like, you know, it's vacation time. Let's go to Whitehorse. That would never have crossed my mind. But now it's like every time it's like, oh, you know, let's think about vacation. And, I, and if we want to stay in the country, I always bring up Whitehorse because it's it's just such an amazing city. Yeah. It's beautiful. The people are great. 
Yeah. Oh man, I'm missing flying. Um, so my, my second one that I wanted to touch on, it kind of touches on the whole culture thing. The food. Yeah. I miss I mean, the food. Is it's, there anything better than schnitzel and beer in Germany, Jeremy? No, we talked about this yesterday. <laughs> I go to Germany. I want beer. I want schnitzel. Uh, I go to Japan. I don't always have sushi, but I often have like ramen or, you know, something traditional. Matcha um, for me, like yeah. a little cafe or something like that. Um, we, I go, we loved the Japanese cheesecake. Oh my God. We, well, we got one here. <laughs> it, it's not quite the same. It's not bad. No, it's not bad, but, but it's nothing not. compares. And yeah. It's something we usually get at the airport on our way yeah. home as a, like a final little treat. Yeah. And it's not that expensive. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, maybe, but let's say it costs $20, you bring a cheesecake home and yeah, it's like air. It's <laughs> so fluffy. It's like air. It's not like any cheesecake you'd ever <laughs> imagine. But it tastes like heaven. So, yeah. Uh, like and you can't compare like i've been to a lot of amazing indian restaurants here in canada in the us but you can't beat the authentic butter chicken or the authentic indian food and sometimes i get stuff i i don't even know cuz i can't i don't know how to pronounce it but the people i'm with they're like oh you should try this you like that you should try this and some of the food it's just so amazing it just oh yeah <laughs> well like uh, if I go to London and we go out as uh, as a crew or even wherever I if I order room service or or whatnot, fish and chips for me, yep. it's so good. Like yeah, if I go to the pub down the street here, I can order fish and chips probably, but it's not the same. It's not even comparable. It's on yeah. a different level because that's where it's from. That's like it's authentic. It's so good there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can go on and talk about food. We're hungry. We haven't had supper yet. So yeah. <laughs> excuse our food talks. Um, but we'll throw it out to you. What's your favorite food in which destination as well? <laughs> Let us know. Yeah, because we can probably make a whole episode about this and talk about Flight this for attendant an food hour. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this should be our like extra weekly section of yeah, of the foods. podcast <laughs> i like it i mean when we start flying we can talk about that yeah, absolutely when you know when we start flying again we're gonna have to do like some remote podcasts eh? oh yeah but I'm okay we've done that. it before oh yeah. Yeah, yeah we're good it's all good so it's was your, that your point yeah so okay. my mine was food what's your next one um mine is experiencing different festivals, cultural happenings in different areas. So a great example of this and super fitting because today we're recording on June 1st is the time that I got to experience Pride in San Francisco. Oh, that's like the capital. <laughs> yeah, that and that was a layover. Like nice. I didn't go there on my passes. It was just happened to get a flight to San Francisco with a nice long layover during Pride during one of the days where they have pride parade i sorry if i don't know this off by heart but i think it's just one day that they have a parade like the big parade mm -hmm. i think is one day so i was had my like bulk of my layover when they were having the parade and i had friends there one friend was in the parade oh, and nice. another friend like i got to watch the parade with him yeah so and then we all hang out hung out after had food it was so much fun like yeah you can't plan this stuff. Like I didn't plan it. It just happened. It's yeah. just 
obviously I'm going to go partake and, and enjoy the festivities and that's awesome. What now what's what's crazy and like I've I've experienced pride in in a couple different cities. Now, although growing up in Toronto, I've never experienced pride in Toronto because it's harder to get pride off than it is to get pr- Christmas off in Toronto. Oh wow. So I always had to work it. I've experienced pride in Toronto. Lucky, just rub it in, why don't you? Yeah, I was always working. Well, because if you think about it, I was some sort of tourist when I lived in Toronto because I lived in Mississauga, mm-hmm. which is a a suburb of Toronto, and I lived there in quotations for about a year and a half as a flight mm-hmm. attendant. I'd never lived there before. I don't even know if I had been to Toronto before starting flying. Mm-hmm. Probably not. So to me, if I had the chance to do anything fun, activities, days off, going downtown, obviously I took advantage yeah. because to me it was, I was being a tourist and this was my city. So I needed to explore. I needed to yeah. take advantage. So I've, I went to museums in Toronto. I've gone, I went to High Park and went to different of those areas. And, yeah. and I took advantage as much as you could because, you know, it's still a big, 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 vast city with, you know, the GTA, Greater Toronto Area. Oh, you're talking five, six million people, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very vast too, so without a car as well. And yeah. <laughs> public transit isn't that great in Canada as yeah. a whole. So, But yeah, so like I feel like that's why I was able to enjoy Pride in Toronto cool. because like, there's probably a bunch of things that I've never done in Montreal. For example, don't hate me, anyone listening to this, <laughs> but I've never been to the Montreal Jazz Festival. Really? Exactly. So it's like, what like not wow. not that I don't have any interest, but I've lived in Montreal my whole life, and for some reason that's something I've never done or never attended or anything. Not oh. that I don't like music or I don't like festivities or things like that. It just you know, yeah. it's never happened. Um, a side note: uh, I've experienced Montreal Jazz Festival on a couple of ca- occasions before I became a flight attendant uh, when I was in grade seven. I think we did a trip to Montreal and the jazz festival was going, was going on. So we got to like see some of it. And then when I was going from public school to high school, so between grade eight and grade nine, uh, I did a trip uh, with one of my closest friends and I went with his family to the Maritimes. We did a big long road trip all through the Maritimes. And uh, so we had a stop in Montreal while the jazz festival was going on. So we got to experience some of that. And I was like 14 years old. Nice. So these are like way back in the day, jazz festival memories. That was with my friend, Jeremy. Jeremy, if you're listening, shout out. Not me, but the other Jeremy. <laughs> it's just him. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I absolutely know what you're talking about when it comes to like festivals or activities. Um, the Forks in Winnipeg, amazing. Um, first time I ever went to Calgary Stampede, I was actually flying with my sister. This, has had, this had to be- a great example. That's the same for me. Calgary Stampede is on a layover. Yeah, same here. With my uh, so my sister and I were flying together circa 2005. She was the in charge. I was her flight attendant, and then we had a brand new flight attendant with us. And we're like, yeah, we're going to go to the Stampede. Boom, we did it up. Uh, 
it was amazing. So that was uh, that one time. Another time I did the stampede and I did a full stampede breakfast was with my other sister who was living in Calgary at the time. She came to pick me up on my layover, took me to one of the breakfasts, went to see super dogs at the stampede. It was great. <laughs> but yeah, and now like now that we lived here, like we like we can't wait for stampede to start this year because they're going to do it. Oh, sorry for the squeaks there. Um, well, because I mean, yeah, we're going to do the stampede. That's a whole other discussion. I mean... <laughs> It would be nice if it wasn't in a COVID situation and Stampede was just happening in a regular time. Yeah, awesome. Can't wait for Stampede. This year during COVID, eh, I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know if it's necessarily the best idea to have it have take yeah. place. Uh, well, I mean, for us, like we've had our first vaccine. We're fingers crossed, hopefully going to get our second vaccine in the not too distant future. Um, and yeah, we might be fully vaccinated before stampede starts, which is in the beginning of July Yeah, and it's lasts about 10 days. So with everything that was announced today in Alberta, second doses are starting to roll out for the general population now, which is amazing. Um, so with if the, everything goes as planned yeah jeremy and i could be fully vaccinated by the time stampede starts yep but at the same time like i don't know would mass be mandatory on on the stampede grounds might be and it's yeah, always we'll, we'll really hot see. during stampede yeah that's true anyways we digress we digress we digress it's your turn uh, okay, so this is my number one. This is my final one that I'm going to say. Uh, when it comes to, to being a flight attendant, the number one best thing is uh, the people. The people you meet, the people you interact with, the lifelong friends you make after one short flight, one long flight. Like, I'll probably get emotional talking about this, but I can tell you about friends who, again, so my friend Justine, you know Justine, shout out. We did a flight together. Again, this is back in 2005 when this was before Facebook, this was before any of that stuff. And we flew together going to Vegas. She was still really junior. I'd been around for a couple of years and, um, and they had just changed all the service. So we did a flight from Toronto to Vegas, then back to Toronto. And we just got along. We, you know, whatever, we're joking around by the end of the flight and we got along and we were like, you're cool. And, uh, she's like, you're cool. Uh, she was new to Toronto. She's like, we should hang out. I was like, definitely, we should hang out. And this was back in the day when you would exchange phone numbers with someone and then never talk to them again. That's just the way it was. But this was the one time where we exchanged phone numbers and then we became instant friends and we've been close friends ever since. So shout out to Justine. That's just one example of like the people you meet. Uh, I could go on and talk to you about my friend Elise, who again, we did a flight together, found out that we both are super geeks and play video games and love Harry Potter, and our birthdays are one day away from each other, and we drove the same color uh, Toyota at the time, and yada, yada, yada. We found all this out on our several-day pairing, and it's like, boom, instant friends to this day. You came with me to her wedding. Like, you know, uh, all, all of my friends who I met in training, whether I was training them or whether we were instructors together, amazing. The the managers I had in training, all amazing. The like, I could go on and on and on and on and on about the people you meet. You have a small interaction, and they're friends for life. My good friend Jason C out there, you know who you are. My friends Tito and Alita, who have been on the podcast. You know the lifelong experiences I've had with them. Yeah, like 
it, it, I, and again, I can go on and on and on. You, we met because of the airline. We did. And we're here now. <laughs> we have a dog tur. <laughs> That's our dog daughter, yes. in case y'all didn't know. <laughs> and so for me, the number one thing about being in the airline is the friends and the, the people you meet and the friends, the lifelong friends you make. Yeah, because in this kind of industry, I mean, in any situation, when you all live a similar experience, it gr- bonds you together. So you yeah. experience a parry and you have a red eye or something and you're all trying to stay awake and you're just, what are you, else are you going to do but talk to each other? Yep. So people are sleeping. Yeah, you're walking through the cabin checking on them. You're doing your job, but people are sleeping, so there's not that much to do. So you talk to your crew. On a 15-hour flight to Shanghai, you talk to your crew. You know, you get to know them. You get to, you know, like galley talk is a thing. You you get to know someone on such a personal level because there's nothing else to talk about. There's nothing else to do. So you just, you know, you bond. You bond. Absolutely. So yeah, sometimes, yeah, you meet one person and you, you might never see them again. And sometimes you create friendships that'll last a, a lifetime. lifetime. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a special, a special thing. And we even touched about it a lot when we had Zoe on. Yeah. Like we, we had a very, very good emotional conversation with her about that. And she loved us talking about it. And it's just, it's just so true. Like there's nothing yeah. like your airline family because you just become so close yeah. and it's it's something that not many people will ever really understand fully yeah. so that's also you know why you you can shop talk you can you know complain about your passengers or your your managers or your crew schedulers or whatever and everybody will know you can say a sentence everybody know what you're talking about yeah. or this one great destination or this this one plane that has this quirky little thing, the yeah. coffee maker that you have to twist a certain way or something like. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, I know that one. Yeah. 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 So it's, yeah, that's definitely a great. It's a, great. It's a special bond you 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 create with your, your family members within the airline. Yeah. And uh, for mine, I'd have to just say the, the whole lifestyle of of being a flight attendant is it's so different than every anything anyone could ever experience and i think i'll definitely miss parts of being at home a lot you know being home a lot with roxy and you know us being together all the time and being in our own bed and getting that kind of routine of being at home down but when you're a flight attendant like it's just you live out of the suitcase but then you you can, you know, have your your coffee in bed one morning watching Netflix or you can go to the gym, you can walk around a different city. You can, you know, discover different airports, different foods even at the airports. You you thrive with the unpredictability. Well, that's a great way to put it, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and like you have a lot of time off. Yeah, you are away from home for a lot, but then you have a lot of time off at home, which makes it easy to to go to school, do do another job, you know, work on a podcast or a hobby Mm -hmm. or a side gig, something like that, you know, be creative 
in other ways. So it's really, it gives you so much freedom to do other things too. And it's just, it's such a rewarding lifestyle and like way of life. And it's, it's really not just a job. You can't ever say that being a flight attendant is just a job because it's really your whole life. Your whole day to day life is pretty much run by you being a flight attendant yep. because you're away from home, you're traveling, you're staying in hotels, you're living out of your suitcase, you're meeting different people, you're in different time zones, you have to adjust your body, you have yep. to, you know, go through customs. <laughs> Communicate via WhatsApp, iMessage or Facebook Messenger because you're in a different country and you can't yeah. just make an easy phone call. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Or so my mom true. always asking me, okay, where are you today? Yeah. Oh, I'm in Ottawa next day where are you oh i'm in shanghai yeah yeah. (laughs) she can never keep up but neither can we (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i mean wanted to keep this short and sweet this is probably super long no it's not too bad today um so i think we'll cut it off here yeah that's a good good and our our supper is almost ready so we we have to (laughs) and um you know Happy International Flight Attendant Day. Happy International Flight Attendant Day. And we want to hear from you. What are some of your favorite things about being a flight attendant or about flight attendants that you know? Uh, What are your favorite things about them? If you're not in, if you're not crew, like what do you like about your friends who are crew or what have you noticed when you're flying and you see crew members? Yeah, exactly. Oh, and a big uh, shout out, actually, you mentioned Zoe, Zoe already. So shout out to Air Canada Fangirl. She's about to embark on her cross-country tour. So we just hope everything uh, goes smoothly for you. We hope you fly safe and have a wonderful, wonderful time. And we really hope that we can chat with you after your tour uh, to find out how it was. And you're flying signature class. You're flying business class. You get uh, you get to experience everything. You're flying on the 220, your favorite aircraft. So we want to hear all about it. Yeah, I guess we'll have to have her on right after this. Well, we haven't talked to her about it yet, but here's the shout out. We want we want to chat with you again soon. <laughs> and uh, on that note, if you're flying, always be nice to your flight attendants because they might have to save your butt one day. All right, thanks everybody. Bye now. Bye. <laughs> thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Moderate Turbulence on Instagram, at Mod Turbulence on Twitter, and follow us individually on Instagram at Huffy J and at La Delvie. Thank you.